0: i Spaces
1: hello and welcome to the ether today is saturday august 27th 2022 today on the ether the cosmos spaces ibc gang late night lounge let's take a listen i think
2: marty's connecting yes i am what's going on boys dude what's up what's going on with you marty What? what did you hear that marty yeah, tricky has the robot voice effect on. What's going on, bro? Yeah, I think I think uh,
3: I think tricky's having connection right now. <laughs>
2: Is it just me? Is it just me, Marty? Or? No, no, no. He's Mister Mumbles right now. I can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, that's okay though. What's going on with you, man? How's your night going? It's Saturday night. You know, there's no UFC, so. Don't know what to do with myself. Did you catch catch that UFC fight with, um, or that uh, Gritz was streaming last night? Yeah, Demetrius Johnson, he used to be the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I forget, flyweight or bantamweight champion in UFC, and uh, he was the reigning undisputed until Henry Cejudo upset that, and he moved to 1FC, a different championship or organization for mixed martial arts, and. Boy, has he done good since, Mike. And- Oof. That was a crazy knockout last night, man. Oh, man. Grits was saying that uh, a dude broke
3: his leg during a match. I don't know if you, you've seen that that round, too.
2: No, I haven't watched the full fight. I just saw the knockout where uh, he cracked him with a punch, and the dude was already, like, didn't know where he was, and then he just had to end it with a sprinting flying knee to put the cherry on top of the cake, you know? it was a uh, highlight finish. That's for sure. Where are you at right now? sounds like you're at like a little
3: party or something.
2: Yeah. I'm still at yeah, my uh, fiance's cousin's birthday gathering. My son was here since last night and, uh, we're just enjoying, uh, the last of summer while we can, you know, yeah. get the best of it while it lasts. We've been having such nice weather here in Canada for the time being. And, uh, the winters are harsh here, you know, and the gas prices too. But we survive,
3: dude. I, I get that vibe right now, where it's like the the hot summer nights are starting to cool down, and you're like, shit, man, it's summer's almost over. Oh, the kids going back to school,
2: man. Man, it was it was a fun summer though. Oh, definitely, man. As much as uh, I'm. Happy that my son will go back to school in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I, he was in summer camp for a while there, but I took him out of it just to uh, do some homeschooling and stuff at home. I, I mean, personally, I appreciate the traditional educational system, but I've always believed since I was in high school or elementary school anyway, there's a lot of shit they don't teach those kids that they need to know, just life skills and whatnot, and I don't want to just pay to send my son off to learn from random teenagers that may not be on the same wavelength as me, but it's more important nowadays than ever to teach your children if you're raising them or have kids uh, the right way, you know, because it's more important than ever to get a good job and make sure you do something with your life and your future. It's easy to get lost. I get a little bit
3: emotional, Marty, when it's time to send the kids back to school because as crazy as they are at home and like, (laughs) let's be honest, a little bit noisy, you kind of just, you kind of miss them a little bit when they're in school. You're like, fuck, man.
2: Oh, definitely. Definitely. I love having my son at home, but it's like, I work from home too, Monday to Friday, so there's some days where he needs a little more help than others, and it's time consuming, but like, I know eventually one day when uh, he's old enough to move out and go on with his own life, I'll miss those times, you know. So make the memories while they're young. What was one of the most memorable,
3: funny things that your kid did uh, this this summer break that just freaking, like, made you crack the hell up? <laughs> uh, I got a
2: couple of those. I mean, the I have uh my fiance is Cambodian so she comes from a completely different culture and uh I'm half Irish, half German and uh, Caucasian from Canada so the cultural differences are almost polar opposite, you know? So the way we raise our son is uh, very different, but in a way, you know, they always say opposites attract and I feel like that creates a pretty good balance. In terms of raising our child, and the couple times that I've been able to take him out like i I never experienced this in my childhood anyway, but I have a couple buddies who have some machinery and he's only seven years old in the past couple of years He's learned how to drive a tractor and a t v he's been on a side by side dirt bike he's rode a seadoo just this summer, so I just love to see him experiencing those things that. I never got to as a child, not to say that that's necessary, but uh, just seeing the expression on his face, you know, and you can show somebody the world that's never experienced that before. It's just uh, priceless, you know?
3: How old is your son again?
2: Seven years old. And uh, I've been in his life since he was two and a half. Uh, I'm not his real father, but I've taken on that role ever since I met his mother. And the father's MIA, but that's okay. We're taking the steps necessary to take full custody, and yeah, man, every everything's looking good. Everything's uh, on uh, in our favor, you know. So I'm not too worried. It's it's some work. It takes lawyers in and out of court, but that's life, and you gotta do what you gotta do to make it worth it. Bro,
3: I respect that, man. I've uh, I'm kind of in the same situation as you, actually, like very, very similar because. My son, um, you know, he's not my real son. You know, I'm not his biological father, but I consider him like my blood son. Right. And I've been in his life since he was one year old and he's 14 now. Uh, And like I said, we're really similar because my wife is also Asian and she's Cambodian. So it's like, damn, dude, freaking almost the same here.
2: Too much in common. eh? But honestly, I applaud that. Like. Big respect to you, man. Honestly, a lot of the stuff I I see these days around mental, like men's mental health, not just that, but children that grow up without either a mother or a father. And if that's something that I can do to help change his life, like ever since I met his mother, we've been happier than ever. It's the least I could do, man. It's, It's the duty as a man to fulfill that role. And it doesn't even have to be with my own blood or my own son. Honestly, the connection we've made, is priceless. And I know how I can impact that little man's life. And uh, everything's been going pretty amazing since we met, man. So I plan to continue to do that. My respects, dude. My
3: respects to you. It's not easy, though, Marty. Like, <clears throat> it's definitely not easy. Especially um, having to deal with uh, a crazy, you know, <laughs> you know, father. Uh, luckily, like, you know, he's... He's kind of chilled out now, um bet, but man, that dude is just rarely there for his for his son. It's crazy. It's crazy how you can do that, man. I could never see myself doing that to my kids, and we and we give um the dad any like if you ever want to come and see him, if you ever want to do something with him, sure, just let us know beforehand, and you're more than welcome to right, but nope, some people just are way different, bro, so we
2: have to be there for our kids no for sure, man and to this point too i didn't realize i always thought it was on my fiance to take the initiative to work towards taking full custody but i can build up a case too ever since he's been in my life and that's what i've realized now and we're going to take the steps to move forward with that and something that uh I like to talk about too, because there's a lot of people out there and I've never been in that situation, but I've lost fami- family family mother members, my mother, brother. And, uh, I know what it's like to not have a, you know, prominent figure in your life. So my heart goes out to my son big time, you know, and anyone else in that situation, it's good to have a, a father or a mother, you know, both are very significant roles in a child's life. And, uh, it's an honor to be able to do something like that, you know, so shout out to all the fathers in the chat right now for real shout
3: out, shout out to all the dads out there stepdads it doesn't matter uh all the mamas you know step mamas yeah, shout out to y'all too uh by the way i'm we were actually uh recording the space with terra spaces and I've asked him to stop recording and I'm also gonna delete the, the space after it's done just because, you know, there's some personal stuff that we were just talking about, and uh, I don't know if we want to really
2: just have that out there forever.
3: <laughs> right? I don't know how you feel about that, Marty. If you're cool Obviously, with it.
2: I, I, I don't mind. It's up to you, man. I know we're recording, and everything I just said, I don't mind sharing with the community. It's it's life. It's real life, and it's, it's things people have to deal with, and it's something that I don't mind being public, because The more I try to suppress that or keep it inside, you know, the harder it is. And the more I can communicate that with people and, you know, experience human emotion and other people on the same wavelength or been through what I've been through. And there's some people who don't like to speak up about the topic. And I'm here to encourage that, you know, like it's men's health is a real thing. And I don't know if everyone here tunes into UFC or MMA, but. One of my favorite fighters just brought that up after his victory. So there's a lot of men out there that are afraid to like, speak about their feelings, and you know, it's just it's something that we should steer away from that stereotypical, like, oh, if men are upset about something or whatever they're weak, it's not that, not about that at all. Like we're all here for each other. Everybody goes through their own you know what, and uh, that's why I love this community, man. Everybody's so genuine and humble and down to earth and takes care of each other. And when somebody's down and out, you can always know you can count on someone. So I'm glad to be here and share that with people because the more you express your story, you never know the the one person that you think may have never said something would say something, and that could change the rest of your life forever. You know, all it takes is one conversation. All it takes is one person to say something and speak up and let others know how they feel. And immediately you would be surprised with the response. So I'm also here to not only share my story, but encourage other males that may be going through something similar to speak up. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, yeah, sir. And as always, you know,
3: my DMs are open. I'm sure yours are. Right. So if there's anybody out there that just needs to talk about by the way this is just an open mic chat uh talking about you know anything it doesn't have to be just crypto sometimes it gets kind of you know kind of hectic in the crypto community and sometimes you just want to talk about whatever so one thing uh one thing i want to share that i did today kind of a random thing but um probably could be a nice little exercise for y'all like when you have time is go out and help help people in the community is uh anyway i was I was out getting gas and then, um, seen an old man, really, really old dude on his bike. He had this little like trailer hitched onto it. Norm- you know, the ones that you normally like carry babies on or little kids. And I'm like, what's that guy doing? He was behind the dumpsters and, um, got on my truck and, uh, walked up to him. Like, Hey, how-, how you doing, man? Said, oh, I'm just, uh, don't mind me. I'm just out here picking cans. I'm like cans there's cans there's cans in the trash so yeah there's always a ton of ton of cans in the trash i'm like oh man and then i uh, dude the, literally the dude was like sweating his, his paws off it was hot and he was in like you know these nasty nasty clothes and taking cans out of the dumpster putting them in bags loading up his little trailer with cans and i'm like and um hey you know if you need more cans like dude you can stop by my house i got a fuck ton of cans and you know, I I'd rather have them go to somebody that really needs some money. And if if you don't mind, I'll I'll show you my address, and you can come on by, and I'll have the cans ready. The dude, the dude rode his bike not too far away. If if it was really far away, I would have offered the dude a ride to my crib, you know. But uh, he um he uh, he was all he was all excited to uh, to collect the cans, and I gave him my address. I said, Yeah, man, just come on by. I'll have the cans ready for you. About like probably about. 10 or 15 minute ride on the bike is all it takes to get to to my house from the location where I was at. So I get, I get back home. Uh, next thing I know, I see, I see him roll up on his little, little trailer and his bike and starts grabbing the cans. And I just started talking to the dude. I was like, man, you weren't expecting this many cans And the guy's like, no, I did it. The dude, bro. He, I had about, I think seven bags seven huge trash bags full of cans. And I even offered the dude, I was like, dude, if, if you can't haul all these, just tell me where you want me to meet you at. I, I can even, you know, give you a ride to the, to the store to return the cans. Cause in, in Michigan, you, every can you return is 10 cents. Right. So I don't know how it works in other, other States, but here every can or bottle uh, is a 10 cent deposit. So no, the dude was, the dude was super happy. He was more than happy just to take them off my hands and, He's like, no, well, I'm good. I, I I can I can ride my bike back and return the cans. And if you have any more, just just let me know. Um, here's where I stay. I'm like, where where's your house at? And he's like, the house. Say, like, dude, I I'm homeless. I'm like, oh, I'm like, dude, don't tell me this, bro. He's like, yeah, I I'm homeless. I I live in a I have a, I have a, I live in the tent city over here in the town. And then I was like, a tent city, huh? I said, yep. I got a few people that live over there with me. We have a tent, a tent city set up behind a a gas station behind the freeway. Um, so I don't have, a, I don't have a home. I'm like, Oh my gosh, my, like, well, is there anything you guys need? Anything else you guys need that I might, you know, might have here at home that I can get rid of, or, you know, help donate. And he said, well, for sure, for sure we'll need some clothes. And I was like, give me one minute. So I went into my, went into my closet. And then guys, like, I, I don't, I don't have, I didn't have that many clothes to give away, but I wish I did because, you know, when you see somebody just struggling like that and and then he tells you that he's, you know, living in a tent, you're like, fuck, you just want to get rid of your whole wardrobe, right? Kind of, kind of did a little bit, started picking through all my clothes, even the ones that I'm like, eh, I, 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 I can find some, cl- ne- some newer clothes next time or whatever. I put them in a bag and give them to the dude. And the dude had a huge, huge smile on his face, bro. I was like, fuck, he was so fucking happy. He was so fucking happy, bro. Um, And I said, yeah, you know what? Tell me the exact location of this, the tent city where you guys are at. And maybe I'll stop by next time and bring you some some water or whatever. Because these guys, like, they don't have anywhere else to go. They literally live in tents. The way he explained it to me, for heat, they use a propane heater. and to cook their meals, they use the same, like, propane in a little stove to cook their food. Um, they get their, their water from local, like, gas stations that let them get water. Um, I don't know where they take showers at, but I hope they, <laughs> hope they you know, have those utilities accessible where they can take showers. But, yeah, a little exercise for y'all. Like, if you find somebody just, you know, on the side of the street, just, you know, maybe maybe asking for some spare change. Just try to find a way, even if you don't have spare change in your vehicle. Just, just try to find a way to to go back to that spot and and help that person out. You know, they, they could be struggling super, super hardcore out there. But anyway, that was a that was just a little story I wanted to share with y'all, and hopefully, you know, maybe it inspires you guys to to do something nice. I love your heart,
4: brother. As a as a good story, Gaines. I I appreciate that, man. It's 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 good to know that like. You know, there, there, there is, there's, there's lots of programs, you know, for people who are homeless, but a lot of them don't, you know, they, they, they want, they want to, you know, collect cans and try to, try to make, make, you know, make a little bit of change here on the side, but it's like, you know, your heart was just to help them. And that's, that's what this, that's what the world needs, man. is just a heart that's willing to help and, you know, not judge. So man, I appreciate it. Appreciate your story, brother.
3: Yeah. And you know, I uh, i i didn't know that the dude was uh living in a tent
4: dude, with yeah. friends bro mm-hmm. that was uh that was that was crazy dude to find it's funny you guys are sharing this because um this something just happened to me this weekend um there's a a guy i know i it used to be a friend of mine a good friend of mine like um 15 years ago and um and he, he's, he's kind of homeless now. And it's like, I just, I just spent the day with him hanging out with him. And, um, you know, uh, uh, I, I have another friend who has a house who's, who has a room to rent. And, you know, I was just like, we were just chatting. I'm like, man, you need, you need to connect with this guy, you know, because it's like, I you, know, you guys might be able to work something out, you know, but it, and he, he's choosing, he's choosing to be homeless right now because the weather's real nice and he's trying to save money on rent. But, um, and uh, he, you know, he's got a long story, you know, I'm not going to go into it, but it's just, there's a lot of people out there that are hurting, you know, and it, it's, it, it makes me, it makes me realize just to be thankful for, you know, just thankful for the little things, you know, it's like, yeah. You know, a lot of us are playing in crypto and, and, you know, it's like, we don't, we, we it's nice to have the expendable, expendable finances to be able to do that, you know, because it were just, just talking with my, this, my friend I just spent the day with, it just reminds me that there, there's a lot of people out there that are just really hurting because, um, you know, there's just inflation, you know, inflation is really putting a lot of pressure on a lot of people, you know, but, anyways, on a lighter note, man, I, I love your heart. It's good. And, and it's like, I think it's great that, you know, just, I think that's what's going to keep the, company, the country strong no matter what happens. You know, it's like people that are just down to earth and want to help other people, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, Mayor. And hopefully, um, hopefully we can all, you know, just, I don't know, from this little story I shared, just get, get a little bit of inspiration to do something out there nice. Even if it's just a little, little thing. It doesn't have to be huge. You don't have to go start a big charity fund or something, right? It can be something small. Um, Even donate some backpacks to the local schools. I know they always need supplies. Uh, we, we do that a lot at work. We always have, like, these little boxes where we donate, you know, supplies for schools. So it's always nice to give back. But um, I got Astro up here. He's got his hand up, so I'll pass the mic to Astro. What's going on, Astro Wolf? Well,
5: Hey, hello. Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for allowing me to, to share. And, uh, you know, I was very touched by your by story. And, uh, you know, I just want to, to, to highlight that in the... Sorry for the background, uh, the noise of the background. But in, the, in, in, this, in this time that we are living in the era of communication, we are sometimes disconnected from, from the people. We are disconnecting, uh, disconnected sometimes from our own families and uh, friends, and uh, you know, um, even here in the space, you know, uh, in crypto, uh, we 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 have the tendency to just look at look at a screen and uh, look numbers, uh, but not not the people behind of it. Um, and uh, what you you just share is is beautiful, and what you are encouraging. Uh, the you us tonight is very is very powerful because there is there is, we need to connect more with people and there is so many needs outside and, uh, and 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 you know it's something beautiful when we share with others that doesn't have uh you know sometimes what we we consider normal is that uh that that we we when we are giving to others we sometimes we forget. What are our own struggles, and um, and I believe that is that is key um, in the in this time that we're living. In the in the meantime that we focus more in others, we will be we will be living a more happy life. Uh, so we are we will be more focused in others instead of ourselves. So I believe that that is beautiful and, and, and don't re, doesn't remember don't don't forget that there is people outside. That there, somebody, somebody else in the other side of the screen that has feelings that um, that probably is is having some challenges uh, right now and uh, that doesn't speak with with anybody else about it. And uh, Probably some some trauma or whatever the situation that is dealing with, uh, family problems, financial problems, and uh, uh, so it's, it's beautiful that. We can take care of each other and be more connected with with the people that we have here, right here in the in the space and and obviously, what you share sure, you know when we are walking the street, just don't be just spending on the cell phone, just there is people around us right that they are maybe desperate for a hawk or just a smile or be, be you know an act of kindness right we, we sometimes we just take for granted the act of kindness. Uh, because we are so much in a rush uh to do uh this our stuff that we forget that there is people around us that have feelings and and we we don't know what it, what they are uh passing through uh, what they are maybe are anger or sad or uh, frustrated and and uh, we we just take a breath and consider what they are passing through maybe it's a very challenging situation maybe uh they lose somebody that they love and uh we we can think in that way we'll have less uh less bitterness in our hearts so thank you so much guys for doing this space very beautiful what you're sharing tonight.
3: Thanks Astro and I think you you um you said some powerful words there because you know even if it doesn't even if you can't donate any like money, right? What if what if that person is just um just eager to just communicate or talk to somebody, uh, just, just to like, you know, just share what's going on in their life. It doesn't have to be that you have to, you know, give them money. It could just be a, it's a friendly hello or a smile and, and just, just talk, just talk to the people. Where, where are you from Astro? I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to say the exact location, but where you, where are you
5: from? Um, I'm from Central America. Yeah. So hablo espanol. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
3: cool, cool. Yo, también. Yo también hablo español. Qué bueno.
5: Yes, and, um, w- I'm. I'm working, you know. Besides my my my, my thing that I'm doing in the web tree, and uh, I'm working in the DAO right now. Um, I am leading an NGO uh, here in Central America, and uh, we are we're distributing some food and some stuff. So it's it's very beautiful when we see. Uh, that we can do an impact in the life of others, uh, that we can use even the tools that Web3 bring to us uh, to, to bless and change changing life. And we don't know the impact, but there is, there is ways that we can do a considerable impact in some towns and communities. And, um, and, and I, you, don't need, you don't need to believe me, but you can help community to escape the circle of the poverty. If you are doing right if you establish a good um, a good projection uh, you can uh, help the community in a holistic way and uh, really really uh, change the course of the life of so many people around so uh, th- th- you know what a, what a really uh, grabbed my attention was your your words and uh, really encouraged me to step up step up and, and share also. Dad with you
3: tonight so thank you so much uh, bro for doing this space tonight. thank you thanks astro thank you appreciate it thanks for joining and um i'm looking forward to uh you know sharing some more stories with you i got a ton of them and you know don't you know don't don't be shy of sharing that kind of stuff on twitter because that one image that you share of doing something nice like that can inspire a lot of people to do a whole bunch of nicer things you know so don't don't be afraid to share those kind of things.
5: Absolutely, bro. Thank you so much for the encouragement and uh, yeah, it's uh it's so um, yeah, there is so so much uh, things that the people are looking for, uh, especially the the new generation. I'm not I'm not an old guy, but you know, obviously, I'm talking about kids and uh, you know,
0: uh,
5: young uh, young young people that are looking for models right and uh, we provide them a good models um and we show them the right path people can take a different course of action um and, and definitely that that is that is something very powerful that we can uh, be a model to others um in in, in you know do we don't need to be famous or or just you know, be a regular person that modeling to others and people, you know, the new generation are looking after a model. And uh if you are that person, they will realize that and they will they will follow your the example. And uh, it's very it's very beautiful that we could we can do that uh for the new generation too.
3: Absolutely. Hey Astro, by the way, um so you work for a DAO and um is this is this your project as well, the Astro Wolf? Is this your or the wrecked wolf? Is that your project that you're working on
5: yep yep i am uh, the uh the cheap post, posting clan lead uh so i am in charge of uh communications and i'm doing some uh, videos for for the DAO, and also some news uh for uh, right now for matic uh but i'm also trying to get some news for ethereum and other chains so I'm 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 brand new in the in the in the DAO uh, right now in the, my position I have one month there but there is so many advancement that we are doing in the DAO and uh, there is a such a Red Wolf is a, such a beautiful community and uh, they are supporting each other and that, that's what's very very powerful to me during the fall of Terra I just you know I don't you don't need to believe me but I just have like a few months in crypto. And I jumped into Terra and then I, I saw all the fall of Terra and all this stuff that crazy thing that happened and uh, I entered there try to get money uh, to self-sustain myself because we, we are volunteers in the NGO so we don't have salary right so uh, and then see all this thing happen and uh, you know uh, i saw the the red wolf uh and entering the discord and they were supporting each other take care for each other so really grabbed my attention uh, and i decided to to help the community because it's uh the sense of community is very is very it's very unique what i'm experienced with them and um i'm happy uh doing that and I, I don't consider like a, a job position i'm consider more that i'm part of a community i'm doing my my part of my community to, to the, my community serving the community to to let them shine right uh, because i i love them and i know that they uh, take care of each other uh, so yeah it's just a, a little bit background what i'm doing right now is in charge of communication and
3: marketing. wow wow so you've been in crypto for just two months and when or around two months but when you got in uh things were kind of crazy with Luna oh my gosh i I really hope you you didn't really really get wrecked. <laughs> this is why I joined the wreck wolves <laughs> <laughs> you, you joined the wreck wolves in wreck wolf fashion
5: <laughs> <laughs> bro that was that was incredible i you know being vulnerable here uh guys uh, you know i I just remember i you know, I, I I didn't sleep in the whole night when all the crash happened, and uh, you know I I say to my wife like uh, you know uh, we we should invest there and uh, we invest and and she said to me well you know this is our savings right and I said yeah yeah let's do it you know we need to we need to take chances right <laughs> so uh, I make some move and uh, I send it uh, I get some gains right so from from that. And I tried to send it to a bridge, but I don't have a clue how a bridge works. I never hear about it. So I Google it. I didn't know anybody in the space. Um, and uh, I thought that I lost everything. And I, you know, I just cried. I cry like for 30 minutes crying. Like, I, oh, oh, my gosh, you know, I lost everything. But I'm done. <laughs> I'm the worst. Uh, but thankfully, you know, I reached out to the to the Warhol guys and the Discord, they were very helpful. They they uh, helped me uh, to to pass all the coins to my wallet and you know th- that baby step. But that was you know a roller coaster emotions, bro. Let me tell you. This is, you know, if you have, in crypto, if you have problems with your heart, don't do it, bro.
3: <laughs> I know, I know. If you're an emotional person, you know, you're going to be 10 times more emotional in crypto because crypto never sleeps. It's 24-7 and people are always freaking just pumped and then they're freaking, uh, you know, they're in the dumps when everything goes down. It's, it, it can get really emotional, dude. I I understand. And I I'm glad, though, that you didn't get, you know, I'm super upset to leave crypto completely because you know when people enter the space and they see their bags pump and then they get all excited and then it just fucking tanks and they lose all of their net worth <laughs> in crypto they they probably never come back so it, it's good to hear that you're still here and you're you're trying to build
5: yeah you know uh well, it was very very unique experience uh seeing all the money that i have there and then suddenly like a uh, Oh, why I have only $80, right? So <laughs> that was very, very unique experience. Um and uh but you know, I I I, I feel the 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 support of the community of the of the Red Bull fam. And um, I decided to stay and thankfully I do some good uh investment um uh, with with my friends. Uh, for of PS Lab, so I invest in a in a good a good thing there, and it results in some a good game for me. Thankfully, because otherwise my wife will kill me. I will I won't be alive here tonight. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, but there is but it was very it's a very interesting journey. I'm still learning. I don't I don't believe that I have uh, everything figured out. I'm, I'm way far from no uh, what maybe uh, all of you know, guys. Um, all my respect to to all of you guys here in crypto. Um, but well, if if I can help you anything, um, you know, you can reach me out and DM, and uh, I'm more than happy to help you. Uh, yeah.
3: Hey, I I think I kind of missed this, but uh, where did the the Red Wolves launch? What what platform did they launch on?
5: Uh, Red Wolf originally they launched on, on Terra um uh, and then because uh, the crash of of, of luna we developed a contract in layer zero which is an interoperability chain so you can move from uh any other chain uh basically without any problem so we are in ethereum right now we are uh on open C. we just migrate the collection there and uh but we have this capability with layer zero that for example if we want to move to secret network or we want to go to Stargates or to polygon or whatever other chain we can do it and also help to integrate any other kind of uh let's say uh cool stuff like a gaming uh, type of thing if we want to to the to the nft because has this uh, interoperability uh, of the of the NFT? Uh, so I just learned that from them because there was very, for me it was like, a, what what you're talking about? Layer zero, what is that? You know, I didn't even know that exists a layer one, right? <laughs> so I was very, was very very interesting knowing that you have that capability to do that, and uh, we will be launching the companion NFT for the Red Wolf in Polygon and Matic with uh, One Planet. So we will be doing that on 6th of September, I hope. Uh, we are dependent on One Planet and all the logistics, but they've been great. And uh, I know that um, they, you know if we survive the crash of Terra, let me tell you, there is uh, a lot of stuff coming up to, to the Regular family. Gotcha yeah that's that's what i thought
3: i just didn't know if you guys launched the second collection in um on a different protocol on cosmos but now that i got more clarity gotcha gotcha yeah if you guys are if you guys survive the the luna crash you guys can probably survive anything else that's about you know that it will come towards your way so
5: <laughs> yeah definitely you know um and uh they, they, i believe many people you know and and this is for me is a. Uh, you know i believe uh, sometimes i feel also like I'm, because i'm new in the, the space for me all the things is for me is like a case of a study so i have seen uh, different different situation i know that different people think different different cultural background and everything else uh but uh, i believe that the people people stay uh because they receive support um uh, and the people stay and help the you know the the project to stay alive uh, the the founders react very quickly to to all the, the the stuff that was happening and they you know to to secure you know for the peace of the of the of everybody they they build that that contract on layer 0 because you know, for example, we don't want that that happen. But if Ethereum gets wrecked, we can move to any any other chain, right? Um, so I believe that the key was this support and uh, this uh, quick reaction of the community uh, and, the, and the and the and the leaders of the of the project that keep the community alive. And uh, there is plans to do three more collections in other chains. We don't know yet, they, they, the founders don't want to give us spoilers, but I hope that uh, we launch one uh, in the Cosmos uh, ecosystem. So I don't know. Uh, this is not an alpha, nothing like that. It's just, you know, it's what I want because I bullish in Atom and you know, S.T.A.R.S. and Juno and Secret and I have all, all the all, all many of coins of, uh, of the cosmos ecosystem. But um, there is so many things coming up and we launched a uh, merch with our friends of Biro that they are in the secret network with, with Stash. And um, we, we are, I'm, I'm super happy. I really believe my, my wife that she, this for us, this is an experiment. And my wife's like, oh, "Okay, you survive, that's good. Did my money's there, yeah, okay okay you can you can you can continue your experiment, right? <laughs> so um, she's more she she started to love more crypto right now, so
3: yeah I was just going to ask you, astro like how is the crypto culture um in Central America right now where you're at? Is it booming? Is it kind of hard still to kind of explain crypto to people i mean what do, what do they think?
5: um well this is a good question uh my friend we have uh um, there is a, a variety of, of of let's say group of group of people right um, i will say that people in the cities because they're you know it, it's not like a big con big countries in latin america right uh just we taking you know venezuela maybe colombia and brazil that are the bigger ones size uh in the, in the in the cities many you know i will say that probably a 25% of the population know about crypto right now um it's not it's not real statistics okay um <laughs> uh but i just for what i know is like a 25% of the people in the city knows about crypto people in the countryside of the countries Probably they don't have a clue about what you are talking about. So this is still this is still very uh, we are in early stages, but um, El Salvador and uh, is doing a, a massive change in the, in the vision and it's getting more in and more and more uh, adoption uh, to crypto uh, let's says uh, crypto culture. In the eyes of the common of the common guy, right? And we have some we have seen something like that in Panama too. Uh, there is a law, but the I believe that the president uh, make a veto of that. So it's not like a fully approved. There is some revision about it. But in Panama, they do the blockchain summit um, few months ago, I believe. And that was massive. So I, I am very optimistic about it, and uh, I don't know, uh, probably we all of us have some uh, good stories about crypto, maybe some bad, you know, horror stories about crypto, but let me tell you, NFTs and crypto, uh, is, they they are the future, and they are here to stay. Which coin will prevail? I don't know. I don't have a clue. Uh, I am not a guru or something like that, but... Um, the technology that this is bringing to the world, uh, you know, later, sooner, we will have more and more uh, technologies because it's more transparent. It's more, uh, it's, it, you know, you can do so many stuff. And uh, we've been talking about the, the, the real usage of NFTs uh, in the real world, like uh, for verification uh, in, the, in the pharmacy. Uh, you know, uh, if you own a, a, a residential contract, you know, if you're renting some a, a property, if you buy a property, um, you know, if you are sending a container across the, across the sea to another part of the world. So I believe there is so many things uh, that will be coming up that is on that undeniable that um, we will see more and more of crypto in, in the entire world. And for my surprise, we'll see more adoption in Latin America, uh, because usually we are more slower in adopting certain technologies. But I believe, I, I, I saw crypto like uh, the Wild West, right? This is your time. This is the time to, to, to do the bold move, uh, because once that get adopted uh, in, the, in, the, in the entire world, probably you will have not the same chance that you are having now.
3: Amen. Amen. And- Everything that you just said, dude, I want you to say it, but in Spanish, during a uh, Cosmos space Español space, <laughs> just to motivate people. Um, uh, that would be really cool of you that I could, if you could uh, accept my invitation to a, a Cosmos Español space that we're hosting tomorrow. Um, what, what time is it over there right now, Astro? Um, right now is uh,
5: 2052, 8.53 right now.
3: Okay, so una, una hora adelantado entonces. Okay. Yo estoy una hora adelantado, so one hour ahead of you.
5: Okay, okay, that's good. So send me a DM and we can, I can program everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard
3: is when we host a space for the Espanol community, so it'll be 6 p.m. for you. And that would be awesome. You could, you know, even share your, your journey, how you got started, how you got wrecked, and how you became a, a real wrecked wolf. <laughs> 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 absolutely, bro. Absolutely. But it's good to hear that. It's good to hear that, you know, more and more people are accepting cryptocurrency and are starting to, you know, get really curious with it, especially in Central America. Um, it helped me when um, I was trying to don- donate funds. Uh, to like uh, a Mother's Day event we had in El Salvador, it was so easy to like send send cryptocurrency over there because they accept Bitcoin. And once a person receives a Bitcoin in their Chivo wallet, you can automatically convert it to um, USD, or you can keep it in Bitcoin. So there's some major adoption that's happening, you know, in different countries, which is which is really cool to see.
5: Yeah, it's a it's a very very good opportunity, you know. Um, uh, because sometimes we are we are limited in in our own context uh, uh, for invest best and uh, you know the profits that you can that you are looking for sometimes they are far away from, from reaching out right so um, I believe that this is the crypto uh, one that once that you are edu- correct educated in how the crypto world works and how the NFT world works. Uh, right now, in these stages, this is a good stage to enter, and uh, I, I, I see that many people in Latin America that realize that they are seeing this opportunity, uh, they know the risk, right? Everybody knows the risk when enter here, um, and uh, but they, they saw also the opportunity, right? So I believe that that also brings a, a lot of people with hope uh, for the future that wants to... Uh, get out the the you know the the breaks of the of the system right that uh just a few uh control and you want to to have an, a chance right uh, that last chance like uh the song of Eminem right you have one shot bro, and uh you don't want to mess it up uh you don't want to let that thing happen uh and uh, I, I believe many people, many people are looking for uh this chance in Latin America. And I I I, I am seeing that. And in fact, I'm here very close to a uh um, a, a, a supermarket here and they accept uh Bitcoin right now. Really? So yeah, yeah, it's I'm very, you know, just a few steps away from that. I'm in a in a coffee store right now, um, hanging out, and uh you can pay with crypto there. So it's very, it's very, it's very unique because here where um, I am right now, uh, it's not, it's not common, but they are, it's a big company and they are doing it.
3: Dude, so you're going to open up a coffee shop and you're going to accept crypto? Nice. What would, what would be the main currency you would, would you would accept? Would it be Bitcoin
5: or what? Um, I, I believe, uh, you know, uh, but people are here more into uh, uh bitcoin and ethereum right now because there are more like a uh, the famous coins um ever in the in, in the entire world right uh so people are more into into that uh right now so there's more uh adoption in that and in fact the laws are more talking about specifically about those coins right now um so uh, this is why i'm so bullish in you know, in crypto and and all the the, the coins there, because I, I know that when this explode, you know, uh, you know, uh, I, I want to be in that rocket to the moon, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you.
3: Don't we all, right? Don't we all just don't don't buy another token that has an algorithmic stable coin attached to it? You promise me that, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you promise me, right? Absolutely. <laughs>
3: oh gosh dude i yeah i i'm so i'm so happy i didn't go balls deep in luna but i felt the impact um but as much as the other people felt it was not dude not even remotely close i've I seen people that were super wrecked bro that tore their life apart we were listening to spaces when this was going on and people's voice was just freaking like you know just scratchy just when they were talking about the subject of getting wrecked so hard but i think we're past that and i think uh I think we have a better, brighter future road ahead of us, bro. But dude, when you do open up that coffee shop that accepts crypto, please, bro, let us know how that goes, and you know what you're, what you're going through with that, right? Because I'm sure that's going to be a big a big challenge.
5: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we are We are doing uh, right now with my wife, um, we are doing a selling uh vegetables. Right now, uh, and we're selling some art from uh, PS Labs that we create uh, with their with their art. So we start to sell that, and uh, people are very very interesting. Like, a, what is this PFP, right? And like, a, you know, what is this uh, astronaut, or what is this wolf about? And people start to talk about it, and you know, you said to them like, I accept crypto uh, as a pay- payment method, like a Really, you use crypto, so you know, we are spreading the word, right? <laughs> so we believe that we can have more adoption and and people get, you know, people uh you know, the common guy sometimes who doesn't have a clue what else you can do in crypto. And uh I believe that uh also the adoption is dependent on us, how we can share our experiences to others and even the bad experience, how we can translate that into Profit experience to others, teaching others to don't fall in the same mistakes that we have done. And uh, we can uh, probably rest assured that we will have a more safe space in the older crypto world. Right. So it's very, very interesting Yeah, in the, in the life that we're living. I think we're doing a really good job.
3: Well, I mean a pretty good job in cosmos uh, trying to educate new people that come in the space, um, pointing out like the, the um, potential scams out there. There's a lot of people in the community that have been doing that recently. So I applaud those people that are out there doing that work and taking the time out of their busy lives to to educate people and, you know, help them out on board to the, the, the crypto community. Uh, but hey, wh- wherever you're at right now, um, if you started speaking in Spanish, would people kind of look at you crazy? Like, dude, why is this guy just talking about crypto on the phone? Because <laughs> I can hear some people in the background.
5: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, and uh, because it's a mainly uh, Spanish-speaking, uh, you know, uh, country, uh, but we have uh, a lot of people uh, here in where we're living that I speak English. So maybe some people are understanding one hundred percent what I'm talking about. <laughs> but definitely, you you know, uh, everybody here about Bitcoin. Everybody knows about ethereum uh, or at least hear it by somebody else um and probably they don't have a clue about what we're exactly talking but they know that we're talking about some, a community we're talking about investment we're talking about uh, a supportive community uh because i'm not using headphones right now i oh, just
0: right.
3: do, do, me <laughs> one, do me one favor astro go up to a person right now uh With without muting, right? So so we can listen and say, what do you think about crypto? And uh, pick one, pick a person that can speak English, just 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 so that we can hear what they say, what their answer is. Do do that really quick, and then I'll go to you, space. I see that you rose
5: your your rose your hand. Okay, let me. You know it's not full here. Let me yeah. see. We can we can go with space. to you are agree while I'm finding someone. Okay.
3: Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, what's up, space? And I, yeah, you, you raised your hand. Not Rose. You raised your hand. My bad. What's going on, Space? <laughs> Trendy, shut up, Trendy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. Oh, okay. All right, so Space said um, if you can pick a a, hand, a a really pretty lady or, um, you know, someone that can speak fluent English cause, or a fluent toad because he doesn't speak speak English. Is that right, Space Toad? Is that what you you said? Yes, yes. Okay. Thank you, Space Toad. And Space Toad, one one more question. Um, you are a loyal pet to Galactic Punks, is that right? Okay. Yep. All right. Gotcha. Thank you, Space Toad. Just for that, I'm, I'm going to give you a follow, dude. Uh, that, and that's it, and that that, that was it, folks. He uh, just came up here to say a few words, and now he's gone. So we'll wait for Astro while we wait for Astro.
5: no? Okay. Okay. aquí arriba. No. Okay. Gracias, amigo. Okay. you? Can't Where, no no i can't find it but i make my part
0: <laughs>
3: dang dude oh my goodness man yeah you know what like that'd be a cool cool little thing to do like whenever we get somebody up here that is surrounded by people right just have them be like hey go up to a random person and ask them what they think about crypto so we can listen in and just you know that'd be pretty cool to to listen to cool conversation
5: Absolutely. It was very um, interesting <laughs> experience.
3: What do you think about the toad? He uh, he came up here to speak. I don't know if you listened to him. He was pretty, he was pretty, uh, you know, intelligent.
5: Yeah, yeah. I listened to him. Yes, I understood 100% to my friends based out.
3: Hey, um, I, I know that you guys uh, are, are going to do something with viral. You mentioned that, mentioned that earlier. So that would it would be really cool if we could get Trendy up here to speak about Viral and how they're doing with their project. If not Astro, just you know, tell us a little bit about how you guys are gonna partner up with them because you know Viral is doing some crazy stuff.
5: Yep, we are doing a uh, you know the, we have this partnership with our friends of Viral, and but I believe that Trendy uh, can explain it better. Um, but you know, bro, this merch is legit. Is very, very beautiful art, uh unique. And uh I like it so much. I said to my wife, you know, you know, this is, you know, you you owe me my birthday present. So I want my <laughs> cap of my Reg Bull, right? So um, you know, I'm I'm really, really excited for for this uh, partnership and um uh, and this the quality and the images and the artists that are doing all of this stuff, you know, this is, this is beautiful. We spoke with the artist, and uh, you know, just, I just, I just get bullish just hearing him. Uh, besides all the great team of Viral, uh, my friend Trendy will be explaining more in a bit, uh, but it, you know, is it's awesome, this partnership. Trendy, you can you can share a little bit more about it.
3: I'm ready to listen because I haven't been um, super up to speed with everything going on in Viral, So, uh, yeah, ready to listen. Let's go, Trendy.
6: (laughs) Kind of put me on the spot here. I was about to put Little Girl to bed, but I got a couple minutes. Uh, Okay. Yeah, uh, right now we're doing a viral uh, with Slash Ili Koi, which is basically uh, handmade hats in Hawaii. Um, This guy has been making hats, like high-end hats. I don't know if uh, we could share something at the top. Even if you do, like, Ili Koi underscore goods, I think the last one, yes, that post right there, if you were to click on it, you can see his process on him getting high-end fabrics, um, local stuff in Hawaii. He's cutting it out. He's making it perfect shapes, and then he's making it into these hats, and these hats are going to have our authentication tech within them as well, so you'll be able to verify that it is authentic on chain, um, potentially later on down the road. If there's a wrecked wolf in life meeting, they all go to like a, a bar or something like that. Um, maybe they could, uh, if they're accepting crypto there or whatever, they could, uh, tap the, um, the chip or the hat against the a little RFDI scanner and, uh, it'll be paid on Rec wolf or on viral or however we decide to do that. So yeah, right now we're, we're definitely working with, uh, some high end artisans just to try to show the tech, but there's a lot of things that I wish I could say that are coming around the corner that quite haven't surfaced yet. So I'm going to have to kind of wait on that one. Um, But we're in season two, which just ended. It was uh, Orbital Apes and Wrecked Wolf. We made some really great friends with the Wrecked Wolf Orbital Ape. Um, Everybody on the viral team is now Wrecked Wolf officially. Um, We just really have bought into their whole. I mean, you've you heard Astro's story. The they were on the floor and they made it something amazing. They just rose from the ashes probably change their name to the wrecked Phoenix or something like that because of how they rebounded and just completely turned it around and made a bad situation good. Yeah. Dude, that is crazy,
3: bro. I how do you guys pick these um these artists to to do this kind of stuff? Like who's who's in charge of, you know, scouting for a really good artist?
6: Who does this dude? like honestly it's like a a lot of word of mouth and you're just kind of like scouring the internet you're just finding like people with hashtags like the best place to do it is obviously on instagram because um that's the place where most pictures are posted where as far as like um just mostly word vomit is going to be where twitter is a lot of a lot of uh trolling and word vomit was living on twitter and then pictures and and kind of shilling is on uh instagram so you just go on instagram and you look up like artesian hashtags and you find some local stuff some people who are doing really high-end work and really aren't as noticed so we kind of use that as like a, a stepping stone as well to get more eyes on them um, so we bring them and introduce them to the crypto world and then we also show the crypto world um, some special artists like Matt B customs the one before he's a little more well-known obviously he's done some stuff with Netflix and stuff but just finding these artists who are still so in love with their craft um, and it's not just like a company who's just mass producing this stuff and, um, some little kids being paid five cents a shoe or something like that. So, um, these aren't the cheapest things. We'll, 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 we'll say that for sure, but it's, it's high end and it's done by somebody who absolutely loves what they're doing.
3: I love that you guys are bringing some fucking swag to Cosmos, bro. Cause think about how many different, uh, projects you guys can partner up in the Cosmos ecosystem. There's a ton, there's a fuck ton, bro. There's a ton, dude, and a lot yeah. of people that rock those PFPs, those NFTs as PSP PFPs, they're super passionate about their about their communities, you know, and all they want,
6: man, is they want that swag, that merch yeah, I agreed, man. But we haven't even scratched the surface yet too. Like our, our whole thing is like we're not about the merchandise. We're not a merch brand. We're we're essentially a DAP who does like authentication, ticketing, whatever it be. Um we have bigger plans, but this is the only way that we could kind of flex the tools that we're building by you having that authentication tech within your hat. You have the anonymous on-chain redemption where you can talk to the artist without them ever knowing who you are then you could get it shipped to wherever you want it without anybody associating a credit card or, or billing or anything. You don't have to pay shipping after you've minted it. So we're doing a lot of things that, I mean, have probably been done other places, but not to the level that we're doing it with the, the privacy of secret network.
3: Dude, man, dude, you're getting me pumped because I already know a few people that, uh, (laughs) I already know a few people that would love to have some like high quality merch made for their projects um the first ones that came out right the first ones that you guys partnered up with they were the redact club rabbits right uh and they basically you, you would have to burn your nft right or like move it from one nft to a different nft uh is that the same with every other project you
6: guys are partnering up with you have to like burn mm-hmm. the nft yeah the the whole mechanism behind that is basically you have this NFT, this version one, that is a representation of the in real life asset. So that asset asset is not created until you transfer it to a V2. So when you still hold that version one, you can trade it without having to find somebody who has a 9.5 shoe or a tiny little head because you have a tiny head. So you could sell that V1 and trade it to anybody or sell it to anybody. And then they could redeem it and have all the personal traits that it match them exactly so the v1 v2 is kind of like a v1 is your virtual representation and then you convert it to a v2 that's when you work with your artisan and you get it all made to your exact specifications and then the v2 is basically like your your on-chain receipt um, that this process has been completed and then you get an nft that says redeemed on it
3: that's so sick that is crazy that is crazy man <laughs> for, for real for me that's just just crazy it Wow. How many, um, how many, how many projects have you guys partnered up since the beginning trendy?
6: So a lot of them obviously have been within secret network and the biggest hurdle that we've encountered um, Mm -hmm. with the projects outside of secret network is obviously on ramping into the cosmos, like, especially with like Astro and the wrecked wolves. The biggest pain point that we heard is obviously we have ETH. We don't have Secret Network. We don't have a Kepler wallet. So it's the the onboarding of people into the Cosmos. So those are the things that we are kind of leaning into. Like, how can we solve? How can we fix? So we do have the Fiat Mint that we did for um, NBC Custom, where you mint in Fiat, and then you just like through private metadata attach your Secret Network wallet to that, and we'll send you to the NFT. But to answer your question, um, being most of them were in Secret initially, um, I would say that we've worked with probably about eight different. NFT projects and dApps and ecosystems right now, and we're continuing to grow that list. And this is only our second collection.
3: Dang, holy shit, man! It's got
6: only be- five months old, man.
3: That's it. That's <laughs> yep. it. Yeah, and like I said, bro, you bring in some freaking flavor to Cosmos. I love it. I love that you guys are doing something different, totally different. Nothing that has done been done before. Love, I love the creativity, bro.
6: Appreciate it, fam.
3: And you, Mr. Mayor, when are you gonna get? Um, don't make me bring up the freaking secret apes on this space dude don't make me bring them up again and do you see that hat i posted up there yeah i think it looks cool actually it's got a little wrecked wolf on it the mcdonald's logo
4: (laughs) so so real quick like if if you order one of those are they are they unique or like is, is that like you guys can produce as many of those as you want or how does it work on viral so when it's something like
6: the one that you're looking at that's a one of one custom that will never be repeated never be recreated um it has the chip in there that is attached to that hat to the nft so that's a one of one so we do a handful of one of ones and then we do a limited drop that's a little more um economically feasible um especially in this bear market so those are going to be your your one where there's like 15 to 20 hats that are all the same but all of these ones that are coming straight from illy these are all ones where he looks at the nft project he looks at his material he kind of i don't know he he gets really intimate with the the whole process and whatever he envisions that hat looking like that's what it ends up so you have a literal piece of art artware that it's it's so found to be called now Um, that you get one of one, like nobody will ever have this hat that you're looking at. Whoever won it for 790 something secret, like nobody will ever have a hat like that
4: again. So one more question, uh, since it's just a one-on-one, you're not going to get any heat from McDonald's. I, I wouldn't think not like the, what the, um, didn't the, the redacted rabbits got some heat. From yeah. Them. Yeah. Was it Disney or was it Disney from or Warner brother Warner brothers? Okay. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird. It's so weird that they, that, that drew attention from Warner brothers, but um, I don't, I don't even know where that is right now with, with that whole deal, but um, <laughs> it's, it's going to make the redacted rabbits like, you know, three years from now, like super, super uh, uh, sought after. I would think who knows. They already are, man. We have, the, so. I'm, I'm actually part of the
6: redacted rabbits and, I see all the the black market trades that are going on in the background. <laughs> yeah, dude. So yeah,
3: fill so, yeah. in really quick on that, bro. Like, how are you guys handling the the, the redacted uh, rabbits? Like,
6: when you're trying to like swap, is there like a, a fucking secret decks or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll touch I'll touch the McDonald's piece of it, and then I'll also touch the um the redacted thing. And the McDonald's piece, like, since it is a one of one, um, I don't think they're horribly worried about it. it and it's something that he printed himself and and he did it in-house so i don't foresee like we're not going to be putting this all over a website and stuff like that and selling a mass so i don't foresee that being an issue and being a one of one i feel like mcdonald's has been really cool with the crypto twitter and really leaning into um as like a a positive vibe for them like i'm sure you've seen all the means where like uh them saying like how are you doing diamond hands and then handing them back his mcdonald's hat and application back because the market crashed and stuff like yeah that. So,
4: they have been having a little bit of fun with it yeah you
6: know. yeah but yeah that was definitely a thought that we had and um even on the some of the limited edition ones even if um the the provider doesn't want to like print it or something like that we have different ways of satisfying that and yeah we try not to use any corporate logos or something but that was definitely one that really encompass the ethos of their their marketing um so we just decided to make that hat and kind of take a chance and i think we'll be fine with just one
4: of one the logo is upside down it's a one of one and if McDonald's gave it any attention whatsoever, that'd be huge. <laughs> it would put you guys on the map. Yeah, like, mega, mega. We're
6: almost we're okay with it. We will we will pay for that hat gladly and get them something
4: else. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, 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 here you can have the hat. Like, thank you for putting us on the map. Exactly. And then the second piece of that being the the Redacted
6: Club. Yeah, we have um our um I think we're using but uh, BNT butt token um their network to. Um, basically, just watch it, swap the tokens. So somebody we get like a um, or somebody to make sure that the process isn't being um, somebody isn't being taken advantage of. So just a middleman, somebody gets sent the NFT and the money, and then they swap it the other ways. But yeah, the redacted rabbit floor is probably about two three hundred secret right now. Wait, wait, wh- why are you using <laughs> butt butt okay. token? Because we can't be on why? stash. Well, we're using programs that they made.
4: Cause, cause warner Bros. Warner Brothers told you guys to stop did they put a yeah piece they of issued on you? A,
6: yeah d c m a um to stash to make them pull it down, yeah, so I don't know if y'all know that the redactor rabbits um probably uh not the hottest topic in this room, but they're actually turning into raccoons will which will make them the the seventeenth raccoon on stash, so that'll be fun
7: well There's only well wait. one raccoon on stash, get out of here. <laughs>
4: It's going to be a mutated redacted rabbit, but it, it's not this, it, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with raccoon supply, right?
6: No, it has nothing to do with raccoon supply. The story is that when the redacted rabbits first created their collection, it was between raccoons and rabbits. And the vote was three to one for rabbits. So they went with rabbits, but they had all this art made for, already for the raccoons. So they just kind of turned it to raccoons or changing all the traits back over to raccoons. So <clears throat> yeah i guess uh the whole lizard king narrative where the lizard king is the the bad guy with all the um the ethos of the red um i guess we're gonna hide in plain sight as a raccoon so <laughs>
4: the raccoons on stash oh that's pretty crazy
6: that's crazy <laughs> stuff what <laughs> I think, uh, let me see if I could post some of the art. I'll mute myself for a second. That's some it, wild shit right there.
4: I, I had one more question on about, on how you guys are doing with just, um, did the Orville Apes stuff do sell well? What, what was it? Hats? Yeah, it was hats as well. Um, <laughs> I, <sighs> they were expensive though. I thought I looked at a couple of them. I was like, yeah, the,
6: they were, I mean, it cost 250 USD just a minute. Oh, so,
0: really? Just Yeah,
6: this is. Yeah, just to make it. So when we start the auction, we're at break even. like make it, ship it, pay the team. That's what we're at right there. So if it sells for that 250 USD in secret, then we've broke even. If it goes up above it, then the team makes a little bit of profit. So, yeah, that's that's what that is. And that's why we did the limiteds as well, which were a little cheaper. I think they were for a, a hand sewn reversible bucket hat it was like 130 usd um for a six panel all custom hat it was like 75 so it's all still relatively expensive for not being mass-produced items but they're all custom handmade stuff so it's 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 pricey but we we definitely are not trying to be the cheapest thing out there we're trying to be the
4: nicest thing yeah how's how's the volume do i mean i did it set I mean, I mean, how are you guys doing with volume and stuff? Like, Yeah, we're, we're doing good. I mean, the, the
6: first collection that we dropped sold out. The second, uh, the first season of the Illy Koi hats, they all sold out. All of the Artisan Choice ones that Illy Koi is making himself, mm-hmm. they're all selling out. Um, okay. When we start getting to like the the swatches, which is basically um, we pick, give you like uh, five different fabrics that you could choose from. as like NFTs, and then you create the hat. Um, those are not doing as well as we would hope, but I think that there's some learning curve as far as what they are, because they kind of look like some yeah. tech decks or some vans or something like that. So, we're going to try to lean into um, the education piece a little bit more. But they did really well with the Redacted Club, so we're thinking that it might have been an attribute to um, you have people who have Matic and ETH, and you have people who have Evmos. But that the Evmos one is not as big as a hurdle, because we know that they could go through IBC.
4: Yeah, I'm just. I, I think it's fascinating because it, it it does bring something from crypto in into the real world, and I also think that you got to remember it's we're in the middle of 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 crypto of uh, you know a winter. So oh yeah, for sure. So um, you guys are gonna learn. You I think this like you said you're learning things right now, and you what you learn right now can be used into the next bull run of mm-hmm. taking it a little bit more mass scale. I I, I really think like t-shirts. Like, I mean, I, I would love getting a T-shirt with um a, a picture of the orbital ape on the back. And if it was like, if it was anywhere near like 40 or 50 USD, then I, I might consider it, you know, because if I ever go to a conference, then I, I would, I would do something like that,
6: you know? Yeah, for sure. This is that we definitely have in, in mind as far as like where we want to be at and uh, a little bit of alpha, like our, our, our main goal is basically Shopify, of we plug into racks webs website or or Rec wolf's website and they have a merch uh link just on their website they click on it takes them to everything that's branded rack branded Rec wolf they click on it they pay for it in their native token does everything through our stuff but it gets sent straight to them it stays on their website whatever it be so that's our long-term goal
4: you should talk to. to those raccoons because some <laughs> of those raccoons have a ton of g-rack <laughs> that g-rack's G- their secondary token <laughs> you know? and those hardcore uh d-gens got that g-rack sitting there doing nothing yep. i mean it's n- there's no price discovery on it yet but that's something you guys could think about you know
6: for sure
3: <laughs> or you can give them some fucking bananas mayor with a secret
4: <laughs> when's chicken. banana coin coming out like uh, the, what what the hell was that the space what was that space apes is going to do banana coin airdrop
3: no i don't even know if they ever did they ever even do that or not? We were talking about that in the space last time. Right? Yeah,
4: it was on that airdrops one was saying it was a potential airdrop. I, I got to check on what airdrops. Um, I, I wanted to ask, like, Haas posted something about an airdrop that you had to go check and it's going to be vested for a year. It's like, oh, man, I hate messing with that. So it started with a W. You guys remember which one that was? W.E. something. Why? Oh, I- um, yeah. Is that airdrop worth claiming?
3: I have no idea, Mayor, which one you're talking about. Oh, uh, let me go to Haas's <laughs> website. Hold on a second. I just barely got claiming my uh, my gelato airdrop.
4: Cool, cool.
3: Yeah, yeah. But hey, trendy those. Yeah, those were some good updates and lots of alpha man. Ton of ton of, ton, of, ton of stuff to look forward to with the viral team. Like I said, they're bringing some flavor to Cosmos, and really, really like that, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the mic to um. Marty, that came back up here. What's going on, Marty? And then, uh, all right, you know what? Screw it. It's an, it's an open mic, so whoever just wants to shoot the shit, go ahead and unmute. Hello, you guys with me? We're here. Hello, hello, sir.
7: Yeah, sorry, I was just saying, uh, putting the kid down for a nap. What's going on? Did you guys ask me a
4: question? Hey, I saw you, Rama. I saw you posted that thread about the prop on uh, the minimum commission. Yeah. That that was very informative. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I appreciated that.
7: Yeah, uh, no problems. I tried to be, again, trying to be unbiased and just provide some facts and some information in the initial thread. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm not a validator, so I don't really care um, which way it goes. Uh, I just saw a lot of stuff that was being posted, and I was like, seems like some actual factual information might help people make a decision uh rather than just kind of blasting the proposal
4: yeah i I just posted it to the top also but then i saw i saw you someone you saw you just posted something questioning about um at at the bottom there someone was questioning how uh i don't know let me let me read let me read through the thread again sorry it's all right
7: um was it the last tweet around uh interchange security
4: Yes, the interchain security. And so it, were you saying that there could be some potentially compromise if, with interchain security? Or I couldn't get the gist of what, what you posted.
7: Yeah, so the, the kind of whole discussion is, right, let's have a free market. Let the market decide uh, where you want to stake and, and um, what, what commission validators want to put on their nodes. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. That's a great idea. Uh, part of that argument or discussion was uh, around promoting new validators into the set uh, and how they compete with the existing validators. Again, that's a good discussion point. Uh, and that, it would, uh, that putting a minimum commission would cause centralization and remove uh, competition from the validator set. In my opinion, I don't think that's a very valid discussion when you bring interchain security into the mix. Um, For the hub and interchain security, you want to have the strongest validator set possible. Now, that includes commission. So there should be a set commission. I'll, I'll get to another point in a minute, but there should be a commission that makes it sustainable for the validators on the hub to validate, right? Commission is how they pay for their services that they're providing to secure the network. Now, if you are a lower down validator in the set, uh, and you're running a low commission, there is a high chance that is running at a cost to that business. That cost is being subsidized by external funds or other chains. That is not a strong validator set to be using interchain
4: security. And the reason behind that is, if where where are they if okay, so if they're offering zero percent to try to move up this up the validator list, who's funding that validator? Could there be? Um,
7: I'm not I'm not saying any maliciousness here. I'm simply right, saying
4: right. for the hub, mm-hmm. uh,
7: the cost of running that validator should be secure.
4: Correct. Got it. Right.
7: Right. It shouldn't be reliant upon external funds or mm-hmm. external coins to pay for that validator to run. Right. Yeah, it should be got self-reliant it. and your your delegations should be for merit or for external contributions or whatever. But purely running that node should be covered by the cost of the chain that you're running for the hub, right? For interchange security. That that's my argument. Right. If that means we run at a three percent commission, because that's what we identify as the lowest amount needed to be 175 uh, and uh, cover the cost of your server, 3% of it is. If it's 1%, that's 1%. All I'm trying to say is that I want the hub to be strong and the validator set to be strong for a successful interchain chain security. And that's one of the things that I think is weak at the moment is the, the validator set. Uh, the other part of it is governance. Governance is absolutely terrible. It's like a 30% participation rate in governance yeah. on the hub. It's woeful. Right,
0: yeah, uh, and that, that, that's, that, that's in, that in your thread, yeah,
4: you put that in the thread also, it's up mm-hmm. at the top, it starts out with it says hub one hundred and seventy five validators, but it's a it's a very long thread that's very uh, thorough, and even um following the the voting you said on on propositions on there's a couple validators, like what would you say about thirty percent that don't even vote?
7: Yeah, well, it's about thirty percent across the board that have participated in more than fifty percent of proposals. So I I broke it down to try and be, you know, unbiased and, uh, it was, uh, sorry, I'll just quickly grab it. Um, uh, so, uh, the less than 5% validators, uh, as in the the commission 5%, um, 17 of them have voted on greater than 15%, 50% of proposals, which is about 30%. And then, uh, the 5% commission validators, nine of those, which is 30%. And then 32 of the greater than 5% commission validators uh, is 36%. So let's say on average, about 30% of the entire ballot set has voted on greater than 50% of proposals, which is, in my opinion, pretty bad. Um there is a caveat to that, and I've made sure I put that into the thread, is that we don't know how long each of the ballots has been in the set for, right? So with them coming and going and ones you know winding down and coming back in, they're obviously not going to retrospectively be able to vote. So um, there's that. But uh, in, in my opinion, uh, I think that the commission part is the least of the discussions or concerns. Uh, and SDK 46 or like 46.1 or something looks to introduce a minimum commission on the hub anyway. So it's kind of a null point. Like, unless that gets changed prior to going live. So uh, anyway, go have a look at the thread, uh, provide feedback. Uh, tell me why you think I'm wrong or if you don't like any of the information or if any of it's wrong, correct me. I, I like to try and be factual. I, I did the math yeah. and I've checked it a couple of times. And if I have written something wrong, please correct me. I will update it. Um, but-, but that I just wanted to kind of put it out there. And I was like, hey, here's some stats and we'll break it down by, you know, commission and vote power.
4: Yeah, it's it's a great thread. I w- I would encourage anyone to to look through it. But just to clarify, the the new uh, so the next SDK upgrade is going to implement a minimum commission. Did I see that? Or uh,
7: yeah, it's like forty six point one. Uh, I'm fairly certain it has mm-hmm. got like a minimum
4: commission code okay. in it. What what is the commission going to be set for for minimum? It's not yet set it's not yet set. yeah okay. but
7: it is going to introduce a
4: minimum commission right it could be okay. point one, but could be, uh, it could be one percent it could be two percent but they yep. as of yes as of now there there's there's several validators that are offering zero um sg1 which is in the top 10 they've offered one percent for forever ever mm-hmm.
7: yeah. and, and that's fine for them right because they uh they've got almost 10 million vote power so one percent of uh the commission there is pretty good. It'll easily cover their costs, right? Uh, whereas if we go to the bottom of the chain and I tag a few community validators just to kind of ask them the question of, are you subsidizing your validator costs from external chains? Uh, to use a couple of examples, like, you know, Polkadot, we know that they're an outstanding validator. They validate, like, 30 chains, and I'm pretty sure it's just, like, one dude, maybe, maybe two. I'm pretty sure it's one dude. He's got 141,000 uh, vote power um, running at 1%. I can almost guarantee you that that will not be covering the cost of that service um, or server. Uh, and there, he's probably subsidizing it from other chains because he wants to be in the Atom Adam set, Adam set, right? That's fine until one or more of those other chains aren't financially viable anymore and can't cover the cost of the validator. He drops out uh, and then hopefully someone strong enough is there to take place. At the moment, the bottom portion of the
4: hub's validator set is quite weak in my opinion cool well thanks for clarification i i know it, it can get i mean for for people newer to crypt, crypto it can get a little bit over over the head or just a little bit overwhelming but it's it's good to understand this it's for me i believe you know security is a very top priority <laughs> security is the number one priority for for the hub and um it, it is good to understand the validators and, and yeah, they run, they, it costs money to run a valid. I, I didn't realize, and I Jacob posted this that he, he rents, he rents some of these servers, you know, cause he was talking about, um, you know, some, some of the, the one company he's r- renting the server from and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, this, these are very expensive, um, high end, uh, servers that these, that they're using to, to do validation. It's my understanding.
7: Yeah, and you know the main kind of thing that I wanted to kind of point to was like these things can be fixed, and I I don't think that a minimum commission is a big issue because it can strengthen the validator set by uh, giving them funds to cover the cost of that service, right? And it, yes, there will be an unfair advantage, but show me an area in the world where there isn't an unfair advantage in a financial situation. Someone's always going to have more money, and they can come in and do whatever they want. Uh, my Argument is about interchain security and the strength of the valset. And like, for validators who want to be on interchain security, you're gonna to have to run multiple nodes. Like every node for consumer chains, uh, every chain you'll need to spin up a node, and that'll cost you money. Right? Say there's a hundred consumer chains; it's another hundred nodes you need to run. Uh, and if you miss blocks on that consumer chain, you get your main atom holdings slashed, according to the documents from uh billy on the inner chain security right that sounds like a pretty dangerous proposition for community-based validators um you know if if that's what we're looking for is to retain decentralization and to look after community valves that sounds like a pretty dangerous thing right like uh getting your main atom slashed i wouldn't want that
4: yeah, yeah no bueno no good no good but- um,
7: um, you know, let's let's make sure that they can cover the cost of their validator and then away we go. Free market yeah. at a price point that makes sense.
4: Yeah, I agree. And I and I saw a couple of threads that um uh, from some validators saying they were gonna vote no, but they just because they, they didn't agree with some of the wording in the, the proposition, but some of some of the comments were we're gonna vote no, but we do believe there should be a minimum, maybe two or three percent. So I think the five percent mm-hmm. might be a too little much. too too much, yeah.
7: Yeah. And, you know, uh, it, all of those things I'm, I'm happy to have a discussion about. I'm, I'm also not against the people who are voting no. I, I just wanted to kind of put out some information and be like, hey, here's, here's where we currently stand. Do we think that this is the best we can be? And if your answer is yes, then okay. That's your, that's your standpoint. I'd, I'd like to hear uh, how and why other than just the free market. Uh, yeah, it, and, it, and then it, if it's no... Then what can we do to fix it? Like, what can we do to make it better?
4: And isn't isn't the 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 entity that posted this proposition? Aren't they a one hundred percent commission validator?
7: They are. Yep, and they're like ranked one hundred and fifty-four. So um, they don't hold a lot of vote power. Um, they have. Uh, my understanding is I can't prove this, but I've looked at a few other chains that they validate, and there's been recent proposals across all of those change, chains. Chains um carver as an example recently had one. It, it got rejected um but it was pretty much exact wording like copy paste put carver in there <laughs> instead of the hub
0: mm-hmm.
7: um so it seems like they're kind of going across and trying to set some of this stuff um uh, across the board and that's just how they think things should operate and i think they're potentially just a bit naive in in the level of engagement of a couple of these ecosystems or got it. um you know people's knowledge which is all fair, right? Like no one's ever heard from them before, but yeah, they're a hundred percent commission in in my eyes, hundred percent commission um, is it discourages delegations. So uh, while there's uh, a few of them, I think eight or nine that do it, they're mainly staking uh, or VC type funding um, services like, you know, Kraken is an example. You don't want to delegate to Kraken on the, on the, on chain because they're going to take all of your commission. Uh, they do that because they take all of the rewards and they distribute it via their central exchange. No one's ever complained about that. But all of a sudden, like, we want to call out these guys because they've put a prop up for MinCom commission. Uh, It just seems odd to me, right? Like, they're they're literally running 100% commission so people don't
4: delegate to them. And that's what kind of threw me off when I started reading through it. And then I'm like, it's, what is it? BT. It's like a four, four initial NASDAQ BTC. Yeah. NASDAQ BTC. I'm like, number one, who are these guys? I've never heard of them. Number Hmm. two, why are they putting this prop up? And then I'm like, okay, okay. I was trying to put the, trying to thread, thread it together, but then. Um, it, it, it
7: all seems super odd, right? And I'm happy for people to vote no for, for reasons like it wasn't discussed on the forum, even though that that's, that's not, not, an, not actual an actual on-chain um, requirement. It's a nice thing to do so the community can discuss it. Uh, it doesn't have to happen. Not, there's no precedent set by a, a, a previous proposal. Um, but, you know, it just seems, I don't know, it seems odd to me that people all of a sudden want to care about minimum commission, but let's completely ignore uh, other glaring issues with the hub it's one of the least contentious things or issues that i see with the hub
4: well hey at least they're making it a a, a conversation piece right now with, with the vote i mean it, it's up for vote so people are, people are talking about it so it it looks like right now it's it's not getting much traction but i think there's only like 17 percent have voted so far so and that's the thing yeah. with, with the hub, it's a two-week vote. So it's like it can swing very quickly. Two-week vote and we'll get maximum
7: 30% quorum. Yeah. Maximum. <laughs> uh, and I think, you know, obviously with the discussions, a lot of validators will uh, probably abstain or just abstain. Simply not vote.
0: Yeah.
7: Uh, and the other thing is like, that I find really confusing is this new concept of conflict of interest that I've seen popping up. I kind of heard it around the Prop 317 stuff with Comdex and now most recently with this one. It's like almost everything that every validator votes on has a level of conflict of interest. Like if we're going to go down this path, the discussions, like they'll never be able to vote because everything that they do is either... Con- there's going to be a
4: conflict somewhere, yeah. <laughs> they're, valid, they're, they're securing
7: the chain. Like We can't yeah. say that there's a conflict of interest of increasing the commission if a validator votes on it. Like, yeah. What,
4: well, as of now, it's a, where does it end? <laughs> there, it's a, it's an over seventy percent no vote with um, the turnout. I mean, it's it looks like it's getting a little bit more turnout, so, but it's over seventy percent no so far.
7: Yeah, I think that's fine, right? Like, um, the the problem is if it does get a no vote, then say it goes to the forum and there's a discussion and it comes back at like a three percent, just bit two and a half percent. Let's say split it in the middle. Got it. Uh do people use that as precedence to say, hey, well we rejected five percent, we're gonna reject the two point five percent or you know how that discussion comes about. So um I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm probably not the best person to be discussing the hub because I'm I don't have the greatest I don't have the big bullish outlook and rose colored glasses like a lot of people have. Uh I don't know, maybe I spent too much time <laughs> looking at it. So uh, you know, I, I hope there's uh, good things to come. I really do. But um, I I need to see some change first. And uh, I kind of, I wrote like four or five tweets and threads and then deleted them all before uh, finally getting baited into uh, actually hitting the tweet button. So we'll see what comes of it, I guess. Probably nothing. I I think I tweeted that out. I was like, no one will pay attention to it because it's a a bearish outlook on the hub and no one likes that at the moment.
3: Sorry, guys, I disconnected. I'm back. Hello, <laughs> I hear your daughter screaming in the background. What the heck, dude?
7: Is she? Oh, she's gone down for a nap. She just...
3: <laughs> Remember that one place when oh, uh... I'm like, where's my kids? Then I found my kids, dude. <laughs> where's
4: so, my so kids, man? You're, you're back from, uh, you were hitting the slopes, weren't you? I think I saw a vid. Yeah, I was. I was uh, at the snow for like five
7: days and then uh, spent a day in the capital of Australia. And then uh, got
4: home yesterday, early afternoon yeah man that looked great it looked like she was taken to the snow really well that was awesome yeah that was super fun man it was so cool to track her on a board and um
7: just like literally she just stood up and just took off like day one she was just scared as didn't want a bar of it like wouldn't let me go over and then uh that was about last about 15 20 minutes and then day two she's just like woke up she's like i want to go snowboarding just like clipped her in and just like uh started pulling her and like let go and she's just off. I was like, man, kids are kids are crazy, man. They just one day to another,
0: no fear.
3: One day, dude. One day I'll get out there on the slopes <laughs> and practice, man. You make it look so much fun. Your daughter was out there shredding.
7: Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. Like as an adult I reckon it's way harder. But uh it's so fun once you actually get it and uh
3: take off. It's
7: one of the best feelings.
3: She was all bundled up too, so the cold didn't
7: affect her, huh? Nah, she was fine. Kept asking about you cold? She's like, nope, I got my special jacket. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mary, well, you go you go out uh you know to snowboard or ride bikes. What do you do, Mayor? Outside of crypto for fun.
4: Uh they don't let me out of the dungeon very often. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: dungeon I'm not, I'm not talking about the raccoon dungeon oh okay <laughs> um I, I i like hiking man i i love to be out in nature so yeah I'm, I'm gonna um yeah get some good trips planned for next year um but anyways
3: hiking is fun
4: bro hiking is fun
3: yeah uh, i went to south and north carolina um did a whole bunch of hiking. We also went to go see a ton of waterfalls. That shit was so much fun, dude, just being out in the open, breathing fresh air. I actually uh, went in, like, a, how do I explain it? It was like, a, it almost was like a, um, hmm, I don't know, I don't. Know, how do you explain that, dude? Like, um, hmm, it was like a spring, right? Like a spring. It was so relaxing, bro, just the water just... Oh, it calmed me down so much. A natural spring.
4: Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, it's uh it's nothing like hitting the trail. I, I think um, you know, as humans we're not meant to stare at screens for like uh ten hours a day. Um I know I think Haas has a special gift. He 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 just has a special gift that he can do it, but um it's you gotta have those blue screen or what is it, blue light protection stuff or it'll it'll freaking mess you up but um yeah man
3: i don't do none of that i i don't have any protection i'm literally just
4: the blue lights yeah the blue light blockers um anyways rama while you're up one more question have you paid any attention to the osmo thing with the block go that 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 proposal no i'm
7: i'm not an american citizen or a validator so i don't really pay too much attention or, or have a care factor for that
4: um, yeah. It, it it has to do with some, some, uh, I don't know. I don't know why addresses, huh?
7: blocked addresses.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
7: And uh, um, I, I think it's probably, uh, it's, it's a tough one, man. I can see you kind of both sides of that discussion. Um, I don't think there's really a, a good answer for that one. So I haven't really partaken in those discussions and it simply just doesn't impact me directly. So I haven't, I haven't cared. Uh, too much about it
4: <laughs> um well it, it could it, i mean the way golden staking golden staking ratio was posting about it it can affect osmosis a very big way so i think he was definitely a no vote um no no yeah I, I only have
7: like a reasonably smallish bag of osmo so i i wouldn't want osmo to kind of go down or anything obviously but like you know i tend to only uh jump into things that actually uh, I have I have a stake in, um,
4: to yeah. an extent. So yeah, I get it. I I get it. I mean, those those were the two big props that I was paying attention to this week. Um, that that had pop- I mean, a, b- a bunch of them had popped up on Osmosis, but I think it was just that in some mainly just incentive stuff, the 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 weekly incentive stuff. But
7: anyways, yeah. I I put that poll out. I was going to kind of discuss that at some point uh, around that Osmosis governance fatigue uh and like those regular incentives adjustments man they're, they're so frequent i think that's like i'm it, not I think even it's one of the it, ones that needs to just like not be a thing that happens every single week they,
4: they yeah they need to put it on autopilot or just do do a monthly vote that it just says hey we're going to do this this and this and it's going to be on autopilot or something It's like i think the yeah. i
7: think the problem is that there's actually
4: uh, it adjusts. There's, per, there's
7: parameters inside mm-hmm. the proposal that get executed when that happens. Yeah, so, yeah.
4: Yep. Uh, that's the
7: difficulty. Uh, until yep. they like, I don't know. And people people don't seem very fond of uh, DAOs uh, executing stuff on chain. So I think that's a bit of a tough one.
4: Yeah, I think I remember Sunny. I they it was a, sonny addressed it in one of the the town halls. He's like, yeah, the incentives they need adjusted every week, and it has to go up for a vote, and there's really no other way around it, and blah, blah, blah. He, he's like, after a while, like no one's going to be voting on this stuff, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. It's a tough on man. Governance is uh, getting a lot of attention and uh, it's, it's just one
7: of those things, I guess everyone's going to have different opinions and different viewpoints. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately it just comes down to how much money you have or how much money is uh, delegated to you.
4: Yeah, I mean, if 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 you're really invested into a chain, you're going to be paying attention. You know, if 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 you're not invested in that specific chain, like it's like, uh, you know, what is it like? Um, you know, Stargaze. Like I, I, I do have some stars and I have some NFTs, but I don't. I don't pay attention to any of the go- governance on Stargaze. It's like okay. I mean, I probably yeah, should. Yeah, it.
7: same with like Carver, right? Like I called out yeah. Carver a few months ago, saying that their validator set so was terrible because it's got horrible uh, vote power distribution yeah uh and like no one cared about it because there's not many people that are actively around that care about carver and i don't own any of it so i didn't pursue it any further you know like hey by the way you should probably fix this and then it got nothing and i didn't chase it up or follow it up because i don't own any of it so i don't care
4: yeah well cool man i i think it's um it, it is good to have just healthy balance i'm i'm trying to trying to find healthy balance right now and, um, trying not to get too, you know, with, with Bitcoin taking the dump it did at the end of the week this week, I'm like, all right, great. We're, we're going to, we're going to retest. We're retesting below 20 K with Bitcoin. That's okay. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm not going to get too worked up about it because, um, it's, that's not everything in my life is not wrapped up in, in, in crypto, you know? So it's, it's, um, it's just one of those things. It's like, okay, the stock market's going to take a big dip. It's all going to retest. You know, it is what it is. We're still, we're still in the middle of this little head fake. You know that you know Bitcoin popping up to like what did it get up to twenty three, almost twenty four k.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. What was it? it was, uh,
7: yeah, it was actually kind of peaked at twenty five, two, two weeks ago. Yeah.
3: Hey it's Mayor, here nice. I'm. I'm gonna actually end the space right here, bro. Um, and uh, appreciate everybody that stopped by and just you know chatted it up. Yeah, Rocking
4: it, it was a good good chill out. night. Yeah, for sure.
3: Thanks, Rimmer, for stopping by, dude. And I appreciate you, Astro, for for chatting. Thanks, Mayor.
4: Yeah. Peace out, everybody. Good good chatting with you, Gaines. Um, everyone have a good night.
3: I got a couple spaces tomorrow to be in, so got to get ready for that. <clears throat> See you guys tomorrow.
1: See you guys. Have a good night. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Cosmos Spaces IBC Gang Late Night Lounge, open mic, hosted by Lil Gaines. Recorded on Saturday, August 27th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep a hands off when the play is a bust. Playing old and just, so we keep it on the one, blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, star screen jokers, living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back with the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with a dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den. Division in the middle, man. Listen to the fiddle, man. Play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. y Sitting in a little den, in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty then Talk about how, while the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next, bu 1000000000 Talk about how, while the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next, bu bu 1000000000 <laughs>
0: Spaces